Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? We ride together. We die together. Bad boys for life. So say good night to the bad guy. You don't want to walk you. Here's the pitch. He swings as a home drive to Somewhere in the big mitten. It's the Co and Bro Opinion Show. Now here are your hosts, Corey Tiez and the outsider, Scotty William. And hello everyone and welcome to a special rewind edition of the Co and Bro Opinion Show. We decided to go back into the archives and pick out our favorite moments from the show and bring them to you this week. So without further ado, let's Rewind it back. On the Cole and Bro Opinion Show. Stay tuned. Ten yeah. O- 10 o'clock. I don't care what's on. I'm crawling in bed. That CPAP's going on my face. Yeah. And I'm going Speaking to bed. Speaking of that, how did that do? Awful. Are you getting any better sleep? No. No. Not so far. The thing turning red again? No, it's not that. Uh, so this is night... When did I get it? Saturday? So this would be what, night five of having it? You know, everybody said it was going to take a while to get used to. Sure. But 
are you sleeping more or are you tossing and turning with it on? Is, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And like, is the wife helping you out with it or is she just leaving you on your own with it? Is she like, does she notice it like too? Can she like, you know, No, I mean, she's just going it's to just bed. all you. Yeah, thankfully it's, it's a very quiet machine, the one that they sent me, which is, which is good. So it doesn't disrupt her. Okay. Uh, What sucks is like two nights ago, I accidentally in my sleep pulled on the tube and it threw the entire unit off the table and onto the ground. Oh, jeez! You know, the water went everywhere. Right. You know, it's the middle of the night. So, you know, I got to wake up my wife, turn the lights on to put it all back together and get everything. Uh, you know, they give you a choice. There's a couple different ways that you can, uh, a couple different masks that they can give you for this. Uh-huh. They started me off with a full face one. So it, it covers my entire nose and mouth. So you look like a fighter pilot, basically? Yeah, I look yeah. like or Jason? Darth Vader when he's in that tube. Getting, oh. oh, okay. You know, it's, right. Uh, and it's... It's, it's just been hard. It's been a hard transition. Hmm. And what's the challenge is, is my understanding, I have to, and I don't know when this starts, but at some point soon, I need to have it consistently on for four hours a night, minimum, 30 days in a row for my insurance to cover it. So if I don't do that, then whatever. So do they have like a tether on it so that says, oh, it's on his face tonight? No, it's a, it, there's an SD card. No kidding. In the machine that sends that data or collects that data. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Something that I never yeah. knew. So the first night, I mean, I've got really bad seasonal allergies. The first night, I couldn't breathe. So you stick this thing on your face that's supposed to force air up your nose. And if you can't breathe because of your allergies. Right. You know, and there's no way to breathe through your mouth or some alternative and so i was essentially choking myself so i made it half hour hour trying it and then just said okay forget it i'm not doing it tonight next night it was a little bit better uh it's just been up and down Hmm. i just want a good night's sleep i don't care what it what it takes well did you get a good night's sleep uh when you had your colonoscopy the other day did you get get some good sleep well it wasn't a good night's sleep but for about 30 minutes that's trippy that's a trippy experience it's a deep sleep they put you in for so, sure so you gotta so you want to get to bed so if the, if the celtics and the warriors are playing at nine <laughs> you want to get to bed around eight eight thirty to get all settled up with yeah what does it take you like 40 minutes to put the mask on um i mean it's not quite that long but it's you have to adjust it. You have to get it on your face. The thing tracks how much air leakage there is. So if you're not getting really? all of the air That's into your, it, I mean, this is, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. It tells you how many apnea inc- incidents that you've had. Last night was a weird night. I don't know what set it off, but it was forcing more air into, you know, into the mask than I could keep up with. And at that point, I just, I, I couldn't figure out how to lower it back down. Hmm. And so I just took it off. I gave up after two hours. Yeah, that's, that's a lot, man. Yeah. So I may have to change the mask. You know, maybe something that doesn't cover my full face. 
Yeah. It may just maybe be that's the start. Yeah. So, something I need to get used to over time. The thing is, I don't want to be in this situation for a long time. I'm hoping that once I can start getting a consistent night's sleep. And your neck gets skinnier? My neck gets, yeah. Then I can start yeah. having the energy again that I haven't had since I got COVID back in early January. Right. Start working out again. Lose the weight. Drop you the neck down. The right. obstruction yeah. stuff's gone. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I don't have to have the. the did you ever the have your, Did you ever have a sleep study? No, that's what I said. I'm, it's coming up. And, and, and look who's at the window. It's the program director. Oh yeah, she's no. looking to see. Did you get your sleep study? The sleep study, and but I already know. Like the doc said, it's neck. Get your neck down. Right. Like I want to wear a V-neck T-shirt without another. What is your confession? If your neck is skinny, you can look fat. With the V-neck. I've never been a V-neck T-shirt kind of a guy. Yeah. I like the yeah. V-neck. The V-neck is stylish. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The V-neck, it's, 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 you say get your neck down. You, yeah. That's it. Get your mm. weight down. Lose weight, basically. Yeah. Mm. Which is easier said than done it when you is true. aren't getting a good night's exactly. sleep. Exactly. Yep. Because you don't. So, ha- I don't have that energy. Mm-hmm. Come here. I'm going to eat you. On I'm a good, you, consistent I'm basis, I'm getting up at like 4 o'clock, eating something healthy. Mm-hmm. 45 minutes of lifting weights, mm-hmm. go run for 45 minutes. He's a running like fool, man. Yeah. And Nuts. that's on, you know, when things are going good. Right. When you can't get up in the morning. Right. It's not, hard. It's it's hard. Tammy that, battles that all the time. Well, you know what? I found out, well, for me, what's been working. I've been going to bed without the TV. I, I never did that. Wait a minute. But it, what? it helps now. Seriously, it like I, I, I wake up now, I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Seriously. Lots of water. Just the sleep is, is better. Like You fall asleep without the TV? I fall asleep without the TV wow. now, man. I just that's, turn it that's off. That's a great improvement yeah, for turn you, it off, man. Open the window, keep the fan. I hear some noise, but no light. So I'm waking up, man, ready to go. Is yep. it weird sleeping? Because, it, yeah. Is I, it weird sleeping with no no sound? It, at first it was. Okay. I, used to be at a, I used to be in a 40. I'm in a 36 now, waist-wise. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I, I for And that me, was, that's when, you know, I was... Get your neck size down too. It's it's hard, yeah. you know. So yeah. Well, for me, I I I could sleep. You know, there could be a freight train running through it, and, and I would have no problem sleeping. I, I it's, it's, it, you know, I get teased about it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's the way it is. Yeah. For me, so I don't have a problem whether the TV's on or it's off. Now, it depends on what's on TV. I mean, I've had dreams of. Uh, uh, Victor Newman from Young and the Rest. You, you punished me, didn't you? But it's probably been my didn't wife you? watching TV at night. Yeah, so, I mean, those those things kind of pop up. But it, it is what it is. Yeah. You've had a lot of people. Shout to Black Rob. Rest in peace. We've had a lot of people. Uh, Love that beat. Get us, uh, sent us emails and said they like us talking about movies. Movies. I can do that all music. day. Music. I, I could, we could talk music all day long. And uh, so we, we kind of came together and Whoa. decided, let's talk uh, f- favorite gangster movies. I like a good gangster movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mobsters. Know. Yeah. <clears throat> My bosses. Definitely. Colombo family. The Gambino family. The Lucchese family. Yeah, nice. The, there is a... Uh, a lot of good gangster movies out there. The commission that man. we enjoy. Yeah. And um, 
I mean, does it, does it, is the all-time greatest gangster movie for you, it's Godfather Part 2. Would you say Part 2? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, guess what? The Guardian magazine rates them well, the Godfather get... Part 2, okay. number one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Paramount's number one movie of all time. Okay. Is The Godfather Part 2. I can give you mine. Okay. Which I think. Go for it. Let me see. Godfather 1 and 2 is in my top five. Okay. Goodfellas. This is no order, folks. Okay. Goodfellas. Is number three. Interesting. That's this is the top five for me. Okay. Casino. Okay. Now looking at this list that I And the Irishman. Okay. That's for me. All right. I know there's people gonna be what about Scarface? Scarface was dope, but <clears throat> it was um I don't know. I, I like this. Definitely in my top ten. But the five I just named, they were just I mean and a lot of people are gonna disagree with me about the Irishman, but classic. Classic Joe Pesci. Classic. And <clears throat> honestly, you know, Sonny from the Bronx Tale, man. Bronx Tale was dope. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, that was that was definitely a good movie. He plays a gang he plays a great gangster. Well, your your top five, like I said, the Guardian magazine uh, rated Godfather Two as number one. Oh yeah, for sure. Number two, Goodfellas. Oh yeah, from nineteen ninety. No doubt. Great movie. No doubt. Number three, no surprise, the the original Godfather. Ah. And um, I'm gonna be honest with you. This list, there's a lot of these movies that. I've never heard of older older movies and now it's piqued my interest that I want to go back to watch them now the number four gangster movie according to the Guardian was in 84 Once Upon a Time in America, America. Once Upon a Time in they, America they list that as number four yeah Once Upon a Time in America De Niro. I, would, I think I would have to. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. De Niro in that? Yes. Yep. Yes. That's that, that's one of the reasons why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I that, a long that, time that ago. That makes me want to go in in to see that. Now, I bet you. Reservoir Dogs is in there, right? Well, we'll keep we'll we'll keep rolling down the list here. Number five. In Infernal Affairs, from two thousand two. Internal affairs? No, infernal affairs. Infernal affairs. Never seen it. That would, which makes, which now makes me want to look into that movie. Who's in that? Infernal. Yeah, infernal. That's what it's wow. saying here. Infernal. Uh, I've never heard of it, but they listed as number five. Going down to number six, it's more of a newer movie per se. Uh, it's from 2008, and it's called Gamora. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard of that movie? No. I have not heard that one either. That's something that 
I think I'm going to have to look into also. So that's two. That's mm. two in the top ten, according to The Guardian, that I've never Who's seen. Uh, number seven. I got an honorable mention, too. Sorry. What's the honorable mention? Bugsy. Warren Beatty. Really? Yeah. Classic. I wonder if that's going to make the list. Let's see. Now, a number seven. You have to jump all the way to 1954. Hmm. I knew that was kind of Um, And it looks like it's a... It's about French mobsters. Uh, Scorsese cited it as one of the films that influenced The Irishman. Hmm. So that in itself makes me want to take a look take at it. Take a peek at that, yeah. Yeah. I, and I, in, in, I do not speak French, but I, I think it's... Touche Pas Agrisby. That's the name of the movie. And, and and I totally probably butchered that. And I apologize <laughs> for anybody from France that, yeah. or anybody that actually speaks French. Yeah. They're probably saying, you are an idiot. Right. It has nothing. It, that is There's not even that, anything yeah. that sounds like that. But uh, that's what they list as number seven. Number eight. You also have to go back to the 60s. Uh, I've never seen this one. Uh, Tokyo Drifter. Nope. Um, obviously, that's a foreign film. It mm. looks like it could be a foreign foreign film uh, from 1960. Now Number nine. Of King of New York. Real gritty. Yeah. Very, very gritty movie. Very good movie. Number nine. That's that's surprising. Okay. Um, but good movie. Kevin Walken. Yeah. Christopher Walken, I'm sorry. Another one that I didn't see, number 10, The Mission. Never heard of that one either. No. Boy, oh boy, there's a lot of these that I've never seen. All right, now we go to number 11. You did say this, Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco. 1997. Absolutely. Yep. Now, number 12, number 12. Road to Perdition. No. You have to go back to 1932, and basically, I think it was a remake, uh, Scarface, 1932. Yeah. Um, which is, which may, I've never seen the original one, which makes me now want to go back and take Check a look it out, at that. Yeah. 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 Um, number 13, I've never heard of this one either. It looks like it's probably a... Another foreign film, uh, Election, 2005. Um, it's, some, it's about uh, the Hong Kong triads. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure that's pretty good. Yeah, I heard about the triads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one from 2007 at number 14, Eastern Promises. I've never heard of that one. But it's got uh, uh, Viggo Mortensen is in that. Hmm. Uh, it says here it's casually meets the Russian mafia, so there's a lot of looks like there's a lot of uh, uh, violence in that. Um, mm-hmm. Number fifteen, another foreign one, and uh, it goes back to 1966. Uh, looks like another French film that wow. I've never heard. I know. I it, it, this really really makes me want to go back and yeah. see these m- movies. Interesting. Now. Here's one that I haven't seen, and it's a newer movie. And they listed as number 16. It came out in 2019. The Traitor. Have you seen that one? Like Trait 4? The, the Traitor, yeah. 
like not trader, like T R A D E R. No, T R A I T O R. Oh yeah, yeah, trader. Yeah, I heard about that. Okay, that's another one I would like to see. Um, number seventeen might might surprise you. It's a black film, Black Caesar. Black Caesar, yeah. And I've seen that. I like yeah, that movie. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. I was just shocked that 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 that, they, that was up in there. Like yeah. That. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to Black Caesar. Yeah. Eighteen. A better tomorrow from 1986. Have you ever heard that? No. Uh, Chow Young Fat. No. Nope. nope. Um. Number nineteen. The Long Good Friday. You ever seen that one from 1980? No. Of course, we were uh, younger back then, so yeah. that's probably the, the Helen Mirren was in that. Okay. Um, number 20 is your Irishman. So the, it, it, yeah, I know that was in your top five, but yeah. they list that as number 20. That was a great movie. It was a great movie. It was great. It was great. It, you know, it was very long, but it was, it was a good movie. I really liked that movie. I used to watch it every Saturday morning, but... The reason why it's not long to me, because when you it, it's so every scene every scene is so great and it goes by like when you watch it it doesn't seem that long when you watch it two or three times or four times. Right. I just thought Pesci was awesome, and I thought that was, I mean he played the the the, the crazed lunatic um, Tommy and Goodfellas, but I thought him in Casino and 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 the Irishman. He was such the laid back, because you always see him going right. crazy. Right. Most, he was just the boss, like in the Irishman. It was, right. it was just dope I, to see him work that side. But pe- people just forget how great of an actor he is. They just oh, do. absolutely. I mean, Lord. I mean, he's a great actor. He's one of those actors like he can just take time off and don't. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to act and doesn't. Every week he's in a movie. And I think he's long retired now, but he'll come back if Scorsese, you know, asks him because they were supposed to do Gotti, him, Pacino, okay, and it, it never, it never made it, um, uh, you know, to that he was going to play play Quack Quack, Gotti's brother, and Pacino was going to play I forget who he was going to play Neil Delacroce, but yeah, I mean, Pesci just, and they forget, people forget like Home Alone and the lethal, sure. the, oh, yeah. the lethal Absolutely. weapons. The Lethal Weapons. Yeah, great actor. Great actor, great man. Actor. But he always plays a gangster, and he plays it to the T. But yeah, Irishman, go see it, folks, if you haven't seen it. Um, Pull it up. Number 21 came in uh, from 73. I've never heard of it. Battles Without Honor and Humanity. Nope. Uh, number 22, a new, well, I say newer, but it's still, you're looking at uh, 30 years ago. Mm. Uh, the Funeral with... Uh, Christopher Walken and Chris Penn. Wow. I, I, I'm going to have to go take a look at that one, Cole. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, another movie um, at 23 from 2013. I've never seen it. Uh, looks like another um, uh, foreign film, New World. Man. Uh, Scarface, the newer Scarface, if you want to call it newer, from 83 hit 24. 24. Yeah. Um, you'd have to go back to 1931 for tw- the 25th one, The Public Enemy, uh, with James Cagney. Yeah. Um, didn't right. see that one. Yeah, I didn't see I heard that. Though. But I mean, when you're really looking down the line, Casino, um, they got it at 28. 
I think that's a little low. Very. Again, classic, classic Pesci. He played Nicky Tarantino. Nicky Tarantino. Yeah, the Chicago mob boss. Classic. And then, um, boy, I, there's so many in here. Is I, Gangs of New York in there? No. Isn't it crazy? Like, I, I mean, I don't know what the criteria was in putting these all together. I don't know if these movies were, you know, just people, a random poll. Well, who is this? What is this? What is this? Bing, business? The Guardian. It? The Guardian? Yep. Hmm. The Guardian magazine, which, you know, I, I've read through The Guardian magazine numerous times. They have a lot of good articles in here. Okay. Well, that's what they list um, as the top uh, mobster movies or gang movies. I mean, for me, I, I like, you know, you were talking about The Godfather. I would put Godfather 1 and 2 in my top five easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it makes you, it makes you think, though. Do you, do you, would you throw, like, a John Wick in gangster movies? No. No? Just because, well, I mean, well, I guess it that would be more of a hitman kind right. of movie, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Scarface, I love Scarface. Scarface the, was good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah. Like you said, The Bronx Tale was good. Oh, yeah. Um, those would probably be my uh, my 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 ones. We got a guest waiting in. Let me see here. Just We got a guest caller? Yes, we got a guest calling in. Justin is coming in to talk about... What we got going on here with the uh, gangster movies. Justin, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. good. What are your favorite uh, uh, gangster movies? So listening over to kind of what you guys were talking about, I got to agree, you know, Casino, I mean, that ranks in kind of one of my top. Uh, the, the way that they narrated that movie, uh, you know, seeming like it was just one fluid event, even though you're talking about, you know, different things happening all across the United States. Yeah. In mob organizations, I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, the Godfathers, I did like those. Uh, however, when they came out, I was younger, and then by the time I was at an age to see them, you really got to sit through those and kind of get get the plot of the movie going. And and for me, at the age I was when I started watching those, it, it was kind of boring. Now, when I got older, that was a different story. But you know what I mean? Like yeah, it right. seemed like it it took a little <laughs> bit of time to get there. And, uh, but you know, some of the ones that, that you were talking about, uh, the trader, uh, that was a good, that was a good show. That was a good movie. Okay. Departed was awesome. Uh, I forgot Departed. Wow. Departed. That was a great yeah. one. Some, you get to kind of put that in there. Yeah. I mean, if, if you look at it from organized crime, uh, American history X, although kind of controversial, right. uh, also a re- really good lesson behind that. Yeah. Donnie Brasco, Donnie, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, those were a lot of a lot of the good ones, especially whenever whenever I was younger. And then if you're talking about like uh, gangsta movies, like with an A, uh-huh. you know, menace, menace to society. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, that was a that was a great movie. Raw, you know, Raw. showing the different aspects of uh, you know growing up in like for me, I grew up in a rural uh, like a rural city farming ranching community. Okay. I watched Menace to Society when I was 13 years old. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Of the different things going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and to throw in just uh, Boys in the Hood also. Boys uh, in the Hood, great. Yeah, yep, great movie. Uh, 
by the late great uh, John Singleton. Yeah, I yes. agree with you. Um, with the Godfather, the, the, it came out in '72, so my dad used to always watch it, and it's always be so dark. And I'm like, what is? Who is that? And it's Marlon yeah. Brando talking. But as I got older, I watch it all the time now. Yeah, and, you get into those deeper thought moments. Yeah, yeah. And the, 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 the difference between the Godfathers and like, um, uh, and, and like Goodfellas, the Godfather is more based on family. Mm-hmm. You know, they're more based on protecting the family, doing what everything, whatever you had to do to protect the family, which kind of separated. Which Goodfellas is more of a, you know, the, this is who the crime boss was, and this is how it ran, and the capos yeah, and the yeah, the soldiers and things like that. So. Inner well, workings, detailed yeah, inner, inner workings. Exactly. You exactly. blew so what it! What is your number one gangster film? I would have to say my number one gangster film is... And we lost him. I think you... Justin, we, we lost your answer before you logged... Log back in for me. I, I want to hear this one. Well, but while he's doing that, we're going to take one for... We're going to take one... Uh, Karim is on the line. In three, two, one. Is it? Is it Karim? Karim? Hey guys, it's Kareem. Pleasure Kareem, to meet you. Kareem, how are you, my friend? Kareem, yeah, I'm doing well. Good, good. Doing well, doing well. What is uh, your? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, give it. Give us some of your. Give me some of your gangster films. Yeah, absolutely. Keen to hear Justin's answer too. That was the secret of the universe is, and then the drop. Um, <laughs> you know, situation. But yeah, my. I got to tell you, and forgive me if this has already come up, but I got to say, uh, Heat. While it's a little more contemporary, is probably still one of my favorites. Michael Mann, the director. Yeah. Uh, if everyone remembers, he was the one that did the original Miami Vice yep. and, and all that. And he's just said it. And Heat was a legendary movie. I mean, you saw De Niro and Pacino. Uh, Al Pacino get back in action together. Yep. And the, the juxtaposition between rooting for the bad guys and rooting for the, <laughs> the good guys, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. I got to say, that movie was pretty epic. Yeah, very good. The classic scene with De Niro and. Uh, Pacino yeah. at, the, at, at the diner was 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 off oh, the charts. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Pulling him over and he's like, "Go grab a cup of coffee." Yeah. Like, sure. <laughs> right. They're like, "Oh my god." Yeah, very know? smartly done. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. They really did. And then the end where he has to leave his lady, right. very anime. Right. Right. You know, and what I found fascinating uh, about that movie is that they humanized. This wasn't so one-dimensional. The the gangsters in this case, De Niro and his crew. There was a brotherhood there. They were very tight. They were mm-hmm. very close. There was, there was a really beautiful scene where they're having dinner and the, the cops are spying on them. Yeah. And, yeah. And then what's so fascinating, and I watched this not too long ago, and I realized I never picked up on it before. You, they pivot to the dinner that the cops are having, and they're a lot more seedy and they're a lot more like lecherous. They're yes. not as nice and refined as the bad guys are. Right. Right. <laughs> and it was like, wow, this is incredible. You know, because. It just shows that the quality of the individual has nothing to do with what they're actually doing in the movie. Exactly. You know, you really want Neil to get away. Right. You know? <laughs> right. 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 Uh, yeah. So yeah, I just thought that was that was one, and, and I, I, you know, it's sad. He, uh, the other one that is oddly enough another Michael Mann movie was uh, Collateral. Collateral uh, with Tom Cruise. With Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. was a good movie. That was. And. I heard a rumor, and I have no idea, and I love if you guys knew any way to validate this, but I heard that Tom Cruise's character in that, and if you look at him, he's graying, he's got the gray suit on, he's young Neil before he actually becomes the guy in Heat. I don't know if that's true or not, but man, that would be one hell of a connection between the two movies. You know what? That I can see that. That makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. His, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Wow. Because and, he's he's absolutely equipped. He's the same weapon. Same weapon. Yep. 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 Uh, so, yeah, epic stuff. Well, listen, you guys keep it going. This has been fantastic. I'm going to fall through the floor here in a minute. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Kareem. You got it, guys. Have Take care. All right. Yeah, so I mean, great calls. Isn't it, don't you love to hear other people's opinions? I love on, it. Great uh, calls, man. Great calls. We have another guest waiting. Let's see. Let's see if this. Is, oh, Justin is calling back in, and uh, we you 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 crashed right before uh, you were going to tell us your number one. Justin, what is your number one? Okay, so yeah, I was, I was looking at the shot clock, and I wasn't going to make it. Uh, <laughs> so I think number one, like older school gangster movie, would have to been casino mm. but if we go if we go outside of that and we look at departed and and the 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 gangster uh american gangster that was a really good one but if if you kind of go in that subset blow oh yeah that's my blow is my all-time favorite that's jay depp right johnny depp yeah. yeah yeah i forgot about american gangster denzel was awesome again Den- Amazing! Amazing! One of my top, one of my top favorite. Act. I mean, look at Denzel Washington in American Gangster, yeah. and then look at him in Remember the Titans. Exactly. Dude can do anything. <laughs> right. Training right. day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, awesome. But yeah, Blow, Blow was my. That was one of those movies that I watched where I was like, the things. Do th- you know? Go going back to like Menace to Society, American History Act, Blow. I'm like, do things like this really happen? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and you're like yeah. like opening up that kind of Pandora's box into into what's happening. Yeah, because you have to kind of have something to, the director has to have something to, you know, peel from. Mm-hmm. So, so these things actually, you know, are happening, are actually going on. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's crazy because like in Blow, you know, you have like Johnny Depp, you got Penelope Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, you got that one guy that also played in uh, Bad Boys 2. I can't remember what his name was. But then also Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> like, who would have thought Pee Wee Herman's in that movie as a drug dealer? Get out of town. Like, maybe that's got a little bit to it where right. you're kind of like. Right, well, right. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah, Wonderful. and I didn't get to, I didn't get to hear y'all's, I, I, was, I was coming in right as y'all were finishing the, 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 basket, the NCAA. Okay. Uh, I'm going. I'm. A, I'm going to take Villanova. Okay. And what? What were you guys? Where were you guys at? Well, like I said, me. I'm a Duke guy. I've been a Duke guy for since forever, since mm-hmm. the Leitner Hurley days. So I'm going to go with Coach K again to ride this one out. Yeah. Feels like something special is going to happen here, and I think if they get to the final four, or the final games, I think the whistles are going to change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for yeah. Me, for me, I, I would love to see uh, the, the 15 St. Pete. Uh, uh, that would be awesome for the if, and win that, but I think it, uh, for a sentimental kind of thing, I think I kind of want to see Duke. Yeah, I mean, I, Cinderella story wise, I think we're all a little bit rooting for for St. Peter. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I look my uh, my wife's cousin just got uh, signed with Villanova to play basketball, so nice. we're gonna be wild fa- Wildcat fans, you. Uh, you know, for here for a little while. But it was nice talking to you guys, and, and I appreciate it. It's about to cut me off again. So. All right, all right, Justin, thank you for calling. We really call. appreciate that. We've got another guest coming on the line. I think Kareem's calling back in. Kareem, Kareem, Kareem is calling back in. I think. Let's see here. Hey, there he uh, is. Hey, how's it going? I good. won't keep you. I no, you're good. Drop something on you. You know, if you guys end up burning out on the, the favorite gangster movies, if people stop uh, 
commenting. You pivot that to some spy movies. Ah. Uh, I'm I'm an intelligence, so I have a lot of commentary on what's real and what's not. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So if you guys ever go that direction, let me know. I'll be watching and I'll pop back in. Happy to share. All, All right. Yeah. Thank you, sir. You got it, guys. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. I mean, there are so many like. You know, you hate that. It's almost like it's hard. It's hard, man, because you got you got your gang movies, and then you got uh, like your spy thrillers. Yeah. And I and I would really like to to get. We could definitely delve into uh, some spy thrillers. Yeah. I just can't think of any. I mean, I, I would have to make a list of that. But we're definitely going to do that. I think maybe that might be the next thing we uh, we go into is is is, is spy movies because I would love to get uh, Kareem's. Uh, Opinions on what's uh, realistic and what's not. Yeah, I gotta look at. I gotta start looking up some because I got never off the top. But yeah, that's have you seen the? Speaking of spy films, have you have you seen the new or the newer James Bond? I didn't like it. I, I just didn't dig that movie. See, I have to go back. I I don't watch them. I watch. I watch. I never watched them all the way through. But are I didn't. They a I didn't camp, see, yeah. Are they a little too campy for you? I didn't see. It? I just did. Uh, I, I mean, I like. I liked uh, the first uh, Sean Connery Bond and uh, Pierce Bronson. The new guy, Craig, I don't... I, I, I guess I'd have to... I can't... I'm not going to knock him. I have to take a look at him. I have to take a look at him. Yeah, I mean... It, it, I think some of my favorite uh, uh, spy thrillers are the Born Identity movies. Yep. Yep. Really? Yep. When yep. you look at them, I mean, every one of them was good. Even the one... Even the one that... Uh, and I know it, it doesn't really probably get a, a good uh, um, rating, but even the one that Matt Damon wasn't in was good. Oh yeah, the, with the other yeah. yeah, with the other guy. He yeah. getting in that and that his name is not. He's always in. Yeah. He's always he's a good actor. I forget his name though. But yeah, yeah. Because right now, when if you look at oh, now, I know we've we've talked about IMDb ratings, uh, the twenty five greatest spy movies of all time. Born Identity was number one. Mm. Uh, Born Identity Supremacy was two, which is surprising. Uh, Born Identity Ultimatum, number three. Wow. Now, finally, uh, Casino Royale, which to me I think was the best Bond movie with Craig in it, mm. was number four. Uh, Skyfall gets a five, another Bond movie. Which one was Halle Berry in? <laughs> That one, that one would probably. Uh, well, let's see. We're, we're, we're rolling it down here. Uh, that would be my From Russia Bond. with Love is number six. Another ah, see. Bond. Um, uh, Goldfinger was seven. So uh, they're all Bonds. Yeah, I know. And here's another and one I've never and seen. Bonds. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy from I 2011. Heard. I've never seen that one. I heard one. of that. i never seen that one. Uh, which makes me want Munich. Uh, number nine? I... I didn't know that would be kind of a spy thriller would you, movie. Would you consider Taken in that or no? Spy thriller? No. Well, he's oh, intelligent, wasn't he? Yeah, he was intelligent. I love the Taken movies. Just the one. Uh, Kingsman, two. The Secret Service. Now uh, came in at number 10. Mm, Manchurian Candidate. Was that in there? Uh, I don't know. Well, I we got know, another caller coming in, and it's Kareem again. So I think we piqued Kareem's interest again. So he's going to come in and tell he's us. He's got to uh, school me. I don't know. I don't know. Kareem, do you agree with the... Oh, something happened here. Kareem, uh, we're trying to get you on here. Do you agree with this list from IMDb? 
and he is on right now. Kareem, do you hey, agree I, with that list that we've seen? <laughs> I was doing a few few face palms with the first few. Uh, being, don't get me wrong. Let me be clear. There's an entertainment value, and sure. you know Hollywood. You know, kind of wow, that was fun to watch. I'll go with my kid. Well, if it's appropriate for the kids, you know, and watch it. And then there's the ones that I will like be pulled in, leaning forward to my chair because I'm like, now that that got me in the, you know, like at the core, right? Right. Pretty much none of them. Um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy was good. It was much more of a like, you know, kind of Cold War. Uh, the the politics of, of, of the of the job rather than the actual mm. trade craft which okay. is really the the key so there's a couple here that I would recommend if people are interested there's a movie called Spy Game with Robert Redford oh, and, yeah. and Brad Pitt oh yeah oh yeah. yeah and that's pretty darn real um, the way that the <clears throat> recruitment happened with um, Brad Pitt was accurate the telling him get a pack of cigarettes and go find your way into that balcony and I need you to do it in two minutes that's real. That's all real. That's that's social engineering training by by the intelligence agencies is a real thing. Yeah, uh, which is fascinating. Yeah. yeah, I have to take a look at. There's that. another. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I said I have to take a look at that. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It's really worth it. And then the, the use of militia by the intelligence services. There's a scene in Lebanon in the '80s where they're using Hezbollah, which is you know this radical, crazy cowboys out there doing pretty much the bidding of an intelligence agency and they do a terrible job they botch it but that's mm. so classic of what happens in the real world you know governments okay. will use these proxies to do their dirty work kind of and then it's a usual botched mess <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that, that illustrates it really well they blow the whole building up to get one guy and it's like oh, <laughs> it's, it's been a little more subtle you know um you know and then uh there's you know the attempt to poison him first doesn't work then they yeah. go and they blow the building up so really really fascinating and then uh, really old. I'm going to show my age here. There's a movie with Kevin Costner called No Way Out. Oh, yeah. Classic. Right? Classic. That's real, too. The double agent the nature of things and the defection. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, that's real stuff. That's um, a good one. That really was, good. Yeah. And you just, it's funny. They don't surface anymore. You don't get that yeah. quality yeah. as much anymore. Remember, I, I don't know. I don't want to bust the movie up for everyone and spoiler alert, but you know, you really get a twist at the end with with, with Kevin Costner. Absolutely, you remember the movie. Gene yeah. Hackman. Um, oh, brilliant, right? Yeah, brilliant. And I had a crush on uh, what is her name? I love. Uh, what was it? Sh uh, Sean. Sean. Yes. Yes, yeah, I had the biggest. Young. Crush on. Sean Young. Oh yeah. Oh, Sean Young. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she was something. Yeah, <laughs> spy spy game did get in at number twenty four according to. Oh, IMDb. good. All so, right. so that is there. That's good. I'm just shocked at all of the uh, that the 007 movies got in so uh, high up. You know, I, yeah. Karim, if you were to call back in, I would like to ask you a question: How realistic are those um, those James Bonds? I, I'd like to know. I mean, because I'm sure you know they've been going on for what the, since the '60s. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see. I would love to hear um, how good uh, or how realistic those are. And Karim was going to be on here in the next three seconds, but uh, they have a lot of uh, uh, James Bonds in here. Karim, what do you think? Are, are those yeah. pretty realistic movies? So yeah, it's a great question, and I have a really interesting little bit of trivia for you on that. So while they're not realistic in terms of the action sequences, I mean that's a bit much in many cases. There is a very interesting story here. The, in particular, MI6, which is the British GCHQ intelligence services as well as CIA, okay, actually got ideas 
for actual spy tooling and tradecraft from the movies that, that uh, Rod, not Roger Moore, excuse me, uh, Sean Connery Sean, did. Okay. He actually took ideas from the movies and took the art and made it reality. Yeah. So that went in reverse, actually. There were certain ideas that were manifested during those movies okay. that became reality as well. Like the, you know, some of the dart guns and I think some of the breathing apparatuses that he used in some of those early movies were things that they experimented on to see if they could create them for the for the agents in the field. Yeah. Um, the There's one more movie. So the Bond movies, to answer your question explicitly, I, no, I don't know that, you know, Certainly the locations, all the exotic, beautiful locations, that's real. Yeah. You know, we're in, in the course of my life, I've been to a lot of very interesting locations and places that I would never have been if I wasn't in that line of work. There's another movie that is uh, more contemporary. It's called Body of Lies, and it's got Russell Crowe and Leonardo DiCaprio, out of all people. I was really skeptical going into that one. Nothing okay. against DiCaprio, but I was like, nah, it's just too big of actors to... Right. But man, it was very, very accurate. He okay. was in Iraq, and he, or Jordan in certain portions of it. And uh, I got to tell you, the individual they choose for the head of Jordanian intelligence, I don't know how they did that, but they got a doppelganger for the actual guy that is really ahead of that. And he wow. acts like him, he speaks like him. Uh, that is a hell of a good movie. And it's all about chasing, you know, terrorist cells around. It's a pretty intense movie. Interesting. If you get a chance, watch that one. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, I yeah, would just Body tell of that. Lies makes it in a 25. Body right of Lies. Right below Spy Games. Okay, so Body Excellent. of Lies. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Wow, that's right. interesting. So two of my favorites are kind of right neck and neck, but they're way down there. Because they don't have the thrill factor that, you know, people are wanting with, you know, cars that go underwater. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, which I like too, but it's just a different animal. I'm going to watch that for entertainment. I'm not going to watch it for anything that kind of resembles, uh, you know, the reality of things out there. And then it's not a spy film per se, but... Uh, the Jack Ryan films, uh, the one oh, yeah. that's my favorite is The Hunt for Red October with yeah. Sean Connery as uh, the the captain of that um, a submarine, that nuclear submarine. That was really good. Great movie. Really good. Great movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say guys. IMDB is a little off on this because how do you rate uh, Austin Powers' international head of history <laughs> at 21? At 21? Come on now. Hey, you know, before I leave, I got to tell you, sometimes I think our intelligence agencies are more like Austin Powers than. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, right. Thanks a lot. Are you looking for a reliable tax preparer for all of your personal and business taxes? Well, look no further than the newest sponsor of the Cohen Bro Opinion Show, Fulton Core Services. That's right. Get your taxes done the right way, professionally. Call Des Fulton today at 248 483 That's right, 248 248- 4830529 or DM them on the gram at Fulton Core Services. Get back what's coming to you. Get Fulton Core Services. And welcome back to the Cohen Bro Opinion Show. And this segment features the game entitled Detroit City Council Outburst or something else. Where you, Corey, have to listen to the soundbite and then choose, is it a Detroit City Council outburst or something else? Outburst or something else? Correct. Outburst or something else. Now, here is the first soundbite. Look at it, babe. You're hitting them corners too damn fast. You need to slow this thing down some, babe. 
almost spilled my yak on this $200 suit, fool. Okay, Corey. It's on and poppin'. Is that soundbite a Detroit City outburst? Or <laughs> is it something else? I'm gonna go with something. I know it can, I know it can get outrageous. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not that outrageous. That is your final answer. We will lock in the answer and find out what it is. And you are correct, Corey. That is something else. Good job, my man. All right. You are one for one. As we go into the second soundbite, Corey, is this a Detroit City outburst or something else? Shrek. You're out of Shrek. order. The first one to talk. Don't You're disrespect me. Okay, Corey. Is that a Detroit City Council outburst? Or is it something else? I'm going with... Hmm. It's tricky. I'm going with out... You're going with Outburst, okay. We'll lock that answer in. And... You are correct. Once again, two for two. Man, you were good. Man, oh man, Corey. You're really good at this. I mean, it takes a special person to realize if it's a Detroit City Outburst or something else. And you have what it takes, man. I'm proud of you. I think it was all your years uh, as an intern uh, for Keith Butler uh, on the Detroit City Council that's made you so good, buddy. Oh, yeah. And now, we will go to the next soundbite. You were undefeated at this point. Let's do it. Undefeated. I mean, your knowledge is just blows me away. Here is the next soundbite. Corey, can you stay undefeated? Can you tell us, all your listeners out here, is this a Detroit City Council outburst or something else? Please judge me not by the color of my skin, for I have always been there with you. I was there when George and Wheezy moved on up to the east side. Oh, oh, hallelujah, those were happy times. But, but, but I was also there for the bad times. When Florida lost James to that tragic auto accident. Oh, oh, and, and, and I was there when Tootie got those terribly painful braces. Oh, yes, and, and when Arnold Jackson got beat up by the Gooch, I was there. So before you decide that I don't belong here, remember this, I was there. Okay, that's gonna be a tough one. I know, I can see by the look on your face. To keep yourself undefeated, Corey, is that a Detroit City Council outburst? Or is it something else? What is your answer? 
Yeah. I'm gonna go something else. Okay. Your answer is locked in. Are you correct? You are. You remain undefeated. Great job, Corey. I'm proud of you, buddy. And now we will go with the final soundbite of this segment. I know you are just sitting back in anticipation and wanting to know, is it a Detroit City Council outburst or something else? To remain undefeated and win the game, Corey, can you guess this sound by correct damn 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 <laughs> are you ready to lock in your answer Corey come on no, what do you mean that's that's I'm gonna lock it in with that is even though sometimes the city council something else you're gonna go with something else it can really get crazy can it we'll lock in your answer here it is and you are a winner you remain undefeated Corey be proud of yourself man you win a cup of coffee from my own kitchen so I'll tell you something. I'm going to go pour you a cup of coffee right now, and we are going to end this segment on a high note. Corey is the champion, and we will take a break because Corey's going to have to drink that cup of coffee. And guess what, folks? We'll be back with the fourth and final segment right here on the Cohen Bro Opinion Show. So, uh... Well, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I got to kind of a get it off your chest. What'd you do? Oh, early one? Well, I won't call it get it off your chest because <laughs> that's your bit. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you got one, go but ahead. But I, I was just talking about this uh, with a buddy of mine the other day, and we, we started laughing. And what it is is, how is it that... It seems like all the people that are trying to do right are just getting crapped on in this world, big time, and and it's and it goes to all different type of levels. Case in point, I find myself I can be a speeder, I can drive a little fast, you know, when I'm on the freeway, you know, I'm probably going 75, 80, which around here is keeping up with traffic. Mm-hmm. But what gets me, man, is you got these assholes that honk and drive by you at 110, and they they have the audacity to look at you like they're appalled that you're going 80 in a 70, and you're slowing them down. It it, it drives me nuts, man. I I see it every stinking day. You, You pull up to a green light. Mm-hmm. I mean, a red light, mm-hmm. and before the the, the 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 thing turns green, they're honking for you to go. 
I know we talked about this a long time ago, but this just kind of came back yeah. again because uh, with the way uh, traffic and all that other stuff is around here, I, mm-hmm. you know, Michigan is uh, it's it's orange barrel season, and you know, my thing is this: Do you got to work on every stinking road at the same time? Yeah, I mean, you. That's what. It here's seems the like. thing. You, okay, you're taking away, you know, the freeways, but then every side street. That where you can kind of maneuver around, you're working on those too. And I'm, you know, and me, I'm in the car all day, right? Driving all day, right? So I see it more and more, yeah. And maybe that's why I'm just more irritated. But it's just like people are just angry yeah. about everything, and and it's all and it's always about something. Most of the time, that they're the ones doing something wrong, right? Right. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, the the looks that these people give you, it's like... How, it, how dare you do the speed limit? Right. How dare you g- drive 80 in the fast lane, yep. and I'm running behind you uh, at 110 on your bumper. Right. Yep. Wanting you to get out. Yeah. I, I, I tell you, man, I, I don't... I hear you on that. I don't use the freeway unless I have to. Like, Seriously. They're, people are maniacs on the freeway. Well, I, I can, I'm serious. I, like, well, they're maniacs on the even on the road. Roads. Yeah, because Dr- nobody takes anything serious unless it happens to them. Right. That's the problem with the whole society. People don't realize anything. Like, you realize you're handling a, a a machine, a huge machine, at a hundred miles per hour. Yeah. Any little thing happens, boom, over for everybody. And and the thing is, is. You see so many accidents. So many it's accidents. always because of some idiot. It's so, always so many accidents. It, it, it's just it. I don't know, man. For me, it, that's what that's the thing that's heated me up over the past week. Yeah, it just seems like, and maybe because it's gotten hotter out too. Yeah, people are just on edge about it. And then of always, course, you, you know, of course the the ten dollar a gallon gas prices we got rolling around. Yeah, or soon yeah. to be rolling around. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, that's that, ridiculous. That, that's always now you can smoke weed free, without getting in trouble or whatever. Which hey, if you want to do that, I'm fine with that. And I don't have a problem with now that. You don't put do that it. Don't do it while you're driving. Right now, you put that with the heat. Oh yeah, everybody's out. Everybody's driving reckless. Right. So yeah, I get it. I get it. I people slow down. Slow down. But I mean, people just don't have any courtesy. Uh, for nothing. For nothing. For nothing. They, you're almost afraid to like. It's almost kind of like you're afraid to even say anything. You can, you better not. Like I mean, even in, like you, the people look at you crazy with like. You better not say even, nothing. You're not even when you're driving, but it's like in your in, when you're in a store, and you know, like they don't have people's respect for others has just dropped immensely Nobody since I've spent. been, you know, and I and I hate to sit back and say, well, when I was a kid, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, it has, man. I mean, people's respect for other people. It's going way down the tubes. Is is in the crap of Total gutter. Flush the toilet. Yeah. And it's a toothbrush. Yeah. Total gutter. Gutter. It's horrible. Nobody cares. Nobody cares unless it happens. So, speaking of treats... Um, we we were talking about ice cream, right? And we were Man. trying to get into soft serve or soft serve. or dipped ice cream. What I mean, where do you, where do you guys fall in line? 
when it comes to ice cream treats. Hmm. Why not both? Why I, does I there agree with have you. to be one or the other? Well, I, which would you prefer? If you had to make a choice, Baskin Robbins or Dairy Queen? But see, it's not that simple because you could be mixing that soft serve with, you know, making a blizzard. That's a different experience. Blizzards are good. No. If you're talking just a soft I'm serve chocolate. A so- and a hard and a Baskin Robbins. Yeah, ba- bas- hard. Hard. I, I think I'm, I think I, I think I'm more of a hard ice cream guy because I, I like the, you ever had the home style ice cream? The homemade ice cream, the homemade brand. It's the best. It, it is. It, there's no there's no other ice cream that's I've tried different brands like Hudsonville, Guernsey's, yeah. different stuff like that. Homemade's the best to me. I I love it. I, I love it. But uh I would say probably hard the hard dip kind of thing for me. The scoop. It, yeah. Hard, yeah. Top five yeah. ice creams? <clears throat> okay. Brands? What sure. What do you got? For me, homemade. Number, number number one. one. Yep. Same. I way. think number two. <clears throat> number two. I think I would probably go Hudsonville. Mm, see, I don't like. Sorry, Hudsonville. You're not my top five. Not good. Um, Guernsey's would be in there, just because I I think I've been eat well because we lived when I was a kid. We lived in Novi, so we always would go. That would be somewhere we'd go with the family. We'd stop, go to the dairy, you know, the thing, and get that. So that's kind of you know more member memory for me. Uh man, I don't I don't, oh Clark's in Berkeley. Have you ever been there? Is that a brand in the store, or that's just a Dairy Queen? The Clark, you've been to Clark. It's right across from Twenty Four. Yeah, but are it's, you saying are you saying it brand? is? It is. Uh, I think there is. It is a certain brand. I just don't know what it is off the top of my head. Um, but are you saying brands? Do you think it? Are you going brands, or do you? Are we going? I would say brands. Okay. Yeah. See, well, I, know I think homemade hand, homemade for me, I don't even know if I could even really put anything. I don't even know enough brands. Like, Hagen Dazs. Would Baskin Robbins be a brand? Yes. Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, then I probably would put them as two. Yeah. Baskin Robbins, Hagen Dazs. Hagen Dazs is good. You like Ben and Jerry's? Ben and Jerry's, is, of course. It's a New York thing. Yeah. Of course. So I'm homemade the peanut butter homemade, and yeah. chip. Oh, yeah. Is the best ice cream that's ever been made. Have you ever had the homemade? Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, every yeah. every one is good. See, yeah. I like cherry cordial. I mm. love that was one of my favorite. I love their uh, mint chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. Those, those two are probably mint chocolate made, chip is my, awesome. My top, yeah, my top, my yep. top two. So definitely with you on homemade. You, you know what I think is really good if you go to Kroger and you get their private selection. Very good. Yeah. It's I agree with really you. Good. Agree. Very it's, good. It's, it's cheap. Yeah. It's, and it, it's a two for fiver. Yeah. Yeah. At my last chocolate, like I'm a chocolate guy, chocolate and chocolate fudge. But yeah. And it's a two for fiver all the time. Yep. Baskin Robbins, definitely yep. number Robbins. three there. I can die. Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. And then probably four, just to Ben's. keep it local, uh, Stroh's. Stroh's is good. Yeah. Stroh's is very good. Yeah, I would. Stroh's yeah. is very good. Yeah, I can see Stroh's. But I would prefer the hard. The only soft serve I really love is like the Wendy's Frosty, the chocolate Frosty. Yeah, I agree. But I would, I would prefer the hard scoop at at Baskin Robbins. I'll be honest with you. For me, the Dairy Queen. The really the only thing I get at Dairy Queen is the blizzards. 
I don't I don't usually get a cone. And and can I just say this? Dairy Queen. I like cones. And I'm gonna say this, even Culver's. Dairy Queen and Culver's for me. Mm. I went and got the mint. Culver's had a mint thing for St. Patrick's Day, and they had a mint, like, I guess it was like a, for Dairy Queen, I, just Sunday I went, or yeah, something like that, and they had a Girl Scout. But for some reason, whatever mint syrup that they put into the ice cream, it's horrible. They just need to stop doing that. I, it's just wrong. So... I'll just put them on blast right now. Okay. Dairy Queen and Brighton Terrible. suck at making blizzards. You're supposed to tip that thing upside down and show the person that you're serving it to that that is thick and not drippy. Right. And they, they always just kind of do a quick, like, you know, yeah. give it like a quarter tilt. And then they hand, it's always melty and soupy there. But the one on... M59 in, I believe it's Waterford. Mm. There's an old school Dairy Queen that is the best. So they, if you order whatever size blizzard you get, they're putting probably a small's worth of blizzard over the cup on top. Oh, nice. So, you know, let's just say you have a medium above that cup line is probably another small blizzard's worth sticking out the top. That's how thick... They make it. Really? It is the best. My kids, we go there for special occasions and things because right. it's that good. It's it's probably a 35-minute drive for us. Easy. Do you like blizzards, Corey? Yeah, I don't necessarily die for them. I hear Sonic has a a good one. Um, a few good ice cream treats over at Sonic. I haven't had them, but I saw the chocolatey waffle cone, the dark one. I love the waffle cone. Are you guys There's cone guys or cone. waffle cones? I'm a waffle cone guy. I'm not. I'm neither. I don't. I. I. I, I love I'd the rather cone. have mine in a cup. And the waffle. Well, they have the waffle cone cups, bowls. Yeah. They Sometimes have it ends up being too much mm. after you eat the ice cream. Every now and then I'll well, get a waffle. You, you cone. gotta gotta chip it together. That's the way. Maybe it's just me being. You know. I'm a waffle coner crazy but i just don't like i feel like when it's on a cone i gotta eat it I so quick a, yes. so it doesn't drip all over yes maybe no. that's just OC, my ocd I well don't know. yeah the soft one but if you get the hard you get the hard with the yeah but sometimes sometimes when you got it on a cone it's like you gotta see you gotta lick it around because it's gonna <laughs> drop all oh, you can't do it you got Put time it in a cup you got time but if you get it on a sugar cone, sugar cone, that's you, what I'm saying. The your, sugar your, no, the skinnier one. The skinnier one, yeah. I like those two, but your, I like the bigger one. You've totally put your ice cream's life in the hands of that person. Oh, that's scooping true. It because if they don't give it a good push down, yeah. you go to take one lick and that scoops on the ground. That you know what I'm true. talking about. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's happened to me before. Yeah. And that's the worst feeling. Go take that lick of that ice cream. Just the, the right amount of tongue pressure and not enough cone to ice cream connectivity pressure by the scooper. This is really deep here. <laughs> this is really good. I know. Cone pressure and tongue. Yeah. Well, think about it, though. You know what I'm I mean, about. With the, maybe that's. But just, you can bite. You can bite the hard 
You like, can. You can bite it. And That's just, true. Just, yeah. But, but then, then you, I, you guys are thinking way too I much. Just, this is too but, deep. But I feel like, <laughs> I know, but I just feel like <laughs> when you serious? put it on a cone, you have to eat it quick because <laughs> it gets all over the place. No, it doesn't. Just get a waffle cone. <laughs> and then it's and get, you got time. It's getting up your nose. <laughs> yeah. If you go to bite, it's it's definitely you're getting... And then if you decide to get a double a scoop, you can't put a double scoop on a cone. So do you like do you like, do you like ice cream in a bowl? I'd rather have it in a bowl. Okay, so they have waffle bowls. You can do do that. You got time. Yeah, but then, then you your hands are getting messy when you break that bowl. No, up you, at you don't the eat end. it with it's your all, hands. You I think it's spoon. How are you going to do that? with those plastic spoons? No, <laughs> no, no. I'm talking home, like you said. Oh, okay, okay. So you get the. You, I got the waffle cups at home now. Okay, but here's the. Th- so just take the regular spoon and. So you literally cook it all buy waffle cups. Yes. At the store and bring them home. Yes. See, I've never done that. Yes. Do you have you? Put ever, I've never. Usually, it's here's the. You're eating the bowl. Cream. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I I think that's just too much. Oh my. Where would you store the waffle? Where would you put that at? It's like the uh, taco in the sack. pantry. It's, yes. It's <laughs> the, yes. Was yes. it taco salads that have the big giant taco shell <laughs> right. the shell bowl? You guys are missing the point here. The bowl is not that big. You take a couple of scoops, you pull it in the waffle bowl, and okay. you crunch it all together because, at the same time. All right, top five edible bowls. <laughs> waffle, waffle cone, taco shell, bread bowl for soup. Bread bowl. Yeah. The waffle bowl. Oh, Good. man. I'd rather just uh, get some gallon of ice cream and put it in my own bowl. I know the, it's not going to melt. <laughs> well, the, the, see, that, that again, that's a misconception. Ice cream in a regular bowl at your house melts faster. It does. Mm. And fun? then now you're, drinking, now you're drinking milk. No. No. Yuck. I think, it's, I think it all borders down on your freezer. Because I'll be honest with you, I like my, I know we talked about this before, I like my ice cream, especially the dipped ice cream, it's got to be solid. I don't like it. Of course. Has this ever happened? mix it with the waffle bowl. Has this ever happened to you? Or you're maybe slightly (laughs) impatient for that ice cream to just thaw for a few seconds? No. And so you go and you go to dig the spoon in, and for whatever reason... It flicks out and a big chunk pow, right on the floor. Oh, yeah, I've had that happen. That's the worst. I've had it where the, the ice cream is so solid that the the, the yeah. metal spoon bends bend, when you're yeah. dipping it. Yeah. And that's how I like it. Oh, yeah. Bend the spoon. Yep. I don't want so, I don't want it hurt. It's like milk. I don't, I don't know. Make the ice cream hurt. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I have to be in the mood for a soft serve. Of course, I will say this. When I went on the Disney cruise a few years ago, they did have some good soft serve. Of course, that was the only kind you could get, but I mean, it was pretty good. I, but what I mean, makes, I, no, like, Dole Whip? Did they have the pineapple? No, I don't. Like think you they can get it at, at uh, Disney Disney World by the Tiki Room. No, I don't remember that per se. Um, well, let me ask you this: Do you feel like I, I get? Would you consider frozen yogurt soft serve, or was that in a different class? By itself. Different class. Yeah, I would say different. Because pink berry to me, I I like that above anything. But if if it's a different class, would you consider it ice cream, though? No, it's it's frozen yogurt. It's not ice cream. Frozen yogurt. Yeah. Custard is custard. Frozen yogurt is frozen yogurt. Ice cream is ice cream. Gelato is gelato. That is true. 
Gelato? I, I like a decent gelato. What about you? No. No? Not at all? No. What about a sorbet? No. No? You can't put sorbet in a waffle bowl. <laughs> I'm a waffle bowl guy. Well, I, I, what pairs best with waffle bowls? That's what. Well, what would you say? Well, what's your favorite ice cream? Chocolate. Just chocolate by itself. Chocolate, by, chocolate, chocolate chip mint. <clears throat> I like that. Cookie and cream. And Blue Moon. See, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I grew out of the Blue Moon or the Superman because I've had it like Hudsonville's Blue Moon, and yeah. there's like no taste to it. I still love it. Because it's just dyed vanilla. Is that all, all it is? Yeah, it's the same thing with... Because long Super, as it's not vanilla. Superman used to be three different flavors, right? Red, yellow, and green. Yeah, red, yellow, and blue. Right, but but they actually had a unique taste to it. Taste to each, kind of like a like a Neapolitan. Yeah. But now I think it's just all vanilla with food coloring. I mean, it's possible. Could be. You still like Blue Moon? Still like Blue Moon. Really? Grew up on it. Softball City. Maybe it's just we. I've grown out of things as I've gotten older. I, I, but I'm a chocolate guy. I, I can't. I'll I'll throw chocolate. I'll throw Hershey syrup on chocolate. That's good. Yeah. Tin roof Sunday. Mm. Yeah. But do you ever get the stuff that and a waffle ball? Well, let me ask you this: Do you ever get the the chocolate that freezes on top of the ice cream? You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Not freezes, but solidifies. The hard shell. The hard yes. shell. Yes. Do you ever do that? No. No. Hard okay. Shell. No. You never do the hard shell. Nope. Really? Nope. nope. That's actually pretty good. If I am at a Froyo place, okay. I'm probably going for the liquid peanut butter and the liquid chocolate, among other things. But I would never think to buy anything like that at the store for my ice cream. The most I'll go is a Hershey's syrup, but I'll never I'll never Hershey's syrup, yeah. Hard shell. That's the only way I can yeah. caramel, none of that. No. That's the only way I can uh eat vanilla, French vanilla. It's got to be doused in. So, so you're a French vanilla guy or a vanilla bean? French vanilla. So the yellow stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I've had a good vanilla in a long time. I can't even tell you what brand would be good. What about you? I, I don't know the brand, but I tell you what, if you go to Elias Brothers and get the fudge brownie. Okay. Okay. That's the French vanilla inside of that. So you got the cherry, right. the whipped cream, the brownie, the ice cream, the brownie. That's a real good French vanilla. Mm. Yes. Well, what's your favorite ice cream all of all time? And that's my favorite dessert. Ever. Well, we talked about the homemade. The, the, okay, the, the, but the, flavor. Well, no. He the, said chocolate. What yeah, would you say you're for? I'm talking the homemade because they're the only <clears throat> ones I know that make it. It's it's the chocolate chip with the big chunks of peanut butter in it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. I've seen that with with number two, uh, a very close number two, just Baskin Robbins peanut butter and chocolate. I've right. seen that. Yep. Yeah. Anything that gives me a good chunk of peanut butter ribbon is. Mm-hmm. I I like peanut butter. I think for me, I I dig the and it's the homemade. I think I like. For me, it's cherry cordials, number one. Mm. And I think number two, and I think you can only get it around Christmas time, is the peppermint. The With, with the little yeah. peppermint things Pepper, in Yeah, it. that's good. Oh, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. I'm going to honorable mention Oreo cookie and cream. Yeah. Honorable mention. Yeah. Mint chip. Mint chip. Cookies yep. and cream. Yep. Peppermint is legit. Yep. Anytime I can get peppermint ice cream, peppermint shake, uh, when... 
Chick-fil-A has them around the holidays, when uh, Portillo's yeah, yeah. has them around okay. the holidays, yeah. anything peppermints, yep. legit. Hmm. Interesting. So, so Baskin-Robbins wins out, right? Hard scoop over soft? Well, well hard scoop over soft okay. in general. Right. And I would say Baskin-Robbins definitely in my top five. What would be number one? Homemade. Homemade. Oh, that's right. Homemade. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of Baskin Robbins as a place you go to. No, it, they have the yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> and did you know Dave, Dave always used to talk about? Uh, they used to listen to a lot of music when they went on trips. Mm-hmm. Well, Dave sent me in a uh, a a copy of a pre-recorded thing that uh, when they were on they were taking a trip. Where really? was it? Washington or something like that. And and you, the whole family was singing, huh? Yeah. I don't remember this. Here we yeah. go. Oh, <laughs> let, me, let me play it for you. Oh, okay. One, two, three, four. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. This yes. was you and Doug. Yes. <laughs> Your mom and dad, wasn't it? <laughs> Unfortunately, though, not a, we didn't we didn't get one of our TV theme song versions. I love this. Yeah. Classic. Classic. I thought so. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was appreciative of Dave sending that in. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. I appreciate I it. I like... <laughs> I'm going to throw in Sanford and Son. I'm going to throw in Facts yeah. of Life. Facts of Life. Okay. And I'm going to throw in Different Strokes. Different Strokes. Classic songs. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. A Different World. Oh, yeah. Different World was good. Um, that was a good one. I'm going to tell you, so so you, let me run down what this magazine uh, uh, listed is. I'm not going to run, I won't go into all of them, but I'm going to be honest with you. I was shocked. Like, I forgot how good the Rockford Files theme song was. I'll play a little bit. Great, great one. Yeah, this is this, this is this is fifty on the list. This is number fifty on the list. Okay, do you now hold on before we get in? Sure. Do you know who? Recorded that song and then his other popular TV theme show uh, works. His his other contributions. Well, it's saying here Post and Carpenter? Right, Mike Post. Yeah, because it says here he was involved with a lot. Chips, yeah, a lot of shows, right? Magnum P.I. Yeah, Mike Post. ATM, like. Hunter, a- Hill Street Blues. A-Team, I think. Law and Order. Hill Street Hill Street Blues was another good mm-hmm. uh, uh, iconic song. I mean, uh, TV theme song. So I think he, he did St. Elsewhere, maybe? Doogie Howser, M.D., mm-hmm. uh, Quantum Leap, and Remington Steel. Yeah. I, yeah. If you, if you lo- Mike posted a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Um, the Silver Spoon's up there? Well, here's the thing. I like Silver Spoon. So 49, and I think this is completely low, WKRP in Cincinnati. Get out of town. No, I'm totally 49? Saying, they listed as 49. Great one. Um, now, see, they threw in, like, at 48, they threw in the Olympic Games on NBC. So I guess. Yeah, they I, don't, I, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so I don't really consider that. Now, 47 is iconic. Rawhide. Mm. And I think probably our parents would uh, know that. Yeah. I never really watched that. Your dad was into Westerns, and yep. so was your uncle. He still is, yeah. yeah. I think I've always been more familiar with this song from the Blues Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Rawhide. Yeah. The scene where they're in the yeah. barn, Brian. Yeah. Uh, 46, Flintstones. 
Again, that seems low to me. I do. I think so too. Hmm. As long as that's been on. I mean, I remember watching the Flintstones as a kid. I think it was. Was it on? Was it on at nighttime or or late afternoon? Because I think it was on. Like for me, I think I remember watching it when I got home from school. Now, are they putting? Because you got to be careful. Because are you putting it with? the popularity of the show well, no. or the, of the song, how good the this song is, is. This is Paste Magazine. Because I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't really care about the Flintstones song. Do they give a the criteria? The show is good. Yeah. No, they yeah. Don't. What, what's it, the criteria it, for yeah. selecting these songs? It says songs? in 2008, Paste claimed there's no denying we're the best, we're, we're past the golden age of TV show theme songs. Hmm. More than 10 years later, that still feels pretty true. Um, basically, now here's the thing. When you when we go down the list, and you know, like I said, I won't read every one of them. Right, just yeah. Um, Forty five, another old show, Mister Ed. Mm-hmm. That's iconic. Who's the boss? Uh, yeah, that's a thing. Who's the so, boss was dope. So Friends, you'd think Friends would be up there. Didn't, yeah, Friends was a forty four. Friends was a good on one. the list. Sesame Street goes in at forty three, but you know, that, I mean, so they they did kind of throw in everything. Um, I didn't know much about Malcolm in the Middle for a theme song. No. Nope. They list that at 42. Uh, Veronica Mars, which I didn't know had a theme song. Great show. Nope. 41. Um, Jeopardy came in at 40. That's kind of iconic. But but Wheel of Fortune wasn't on that list. Price is Right wasn't on that list. And, and maybe my top five didn't necessarily encompass this, but I, I feel to be an iconic theme song... It has to be more than just the TV show. It has to transcend. And you look at WKRP. I think that was a hit, a hit song, right? Yeah. yeah. Beyond I mean, just the TV show. Yeah, I mean, they played Miami Vice. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nightcore, definitely not. I mean, that's just one of my personal favorites, but definitely didn't necessarily transcend just right. the TV show. But. I would put friends in that group. That was more than just a TV theme song. That was a hit song that was on the radio. Yeah. Uh, Greatest American Hero yep. w- would fit in that yes. category. And well, here's the thing: Greatest American Hero, um, if I'm not mistaken, did not make the list. And I, was I think you got a bad that. list. I, I, that's possible because uh, I looked at a few different things. Because, like for me. I mean, that was a great... Uh, great song. Great song. Great song. Yeah, where was it? I had it on here. Right, I like the song quick. better than the show. Greatest American Hero, right here. Great show. I, I remember this, and this is a kind of... When I think you're talking about songs that kind of take you back mm-hmm. in time, this is one that definitely does. to me. It was dope. Yeah. It's a great song, and I... I can't say at my age I really remember that much about the show. Right. I remember the guy had the costume and the perm. Right. right. But that's about it. That's it. And again, talking about transcending the show. Right. This became iconic again with Seinfeld, probably think, what, yeah. fifteen years after with George's answering machine. Yeah. And then they brought it back again for a Super Bowl commercial just this past year or two, if I remember. Yeah. I think you're right. I think I think once you hear the song. It take it should take you to the show. I think so too. So let, I'm going to do this. Why don't I do this? Why don't I show you guys? 
uh, I'm going to show you guys songs that didn't make the list. And you're probably going to be like, really? So this one I thought could have made the list, but I could see why it didn't. I, but I would, I would probably have put it up in my top 50. See if you can guess this one. Elf. Elf. What do you think? You didn't really watch Elf? No. Okay. I, I thought okay. Elf was dumb. The poor oh. Elf dad. Okay, how about this? How about this one? 18. Yeah. Now, do you think, I'm wondering if maybe some of these songs the show the, the show was better than the song. That's why I didn't This care. song's great. I but, love the 18. I watch 18 oh, yeah. regularly. Yeah. I, you might be right about that, though. I mean, in so regards was just, to so maybe, just a great maybe show. the show. Yeah. But, but when you hear this, it takes you back. Yeah. 18. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know it right off the bat. Absolutely. Here's one, here's one that... Um, oh, Batman. This great, was great this song. was not on the list? No. Wow. And your your song that you talked about earlier, Miami Vice, was not on the list. No way. No. Maybe this goes to what Corey was saying. It was a better show than the yeah. than the, the song. But but like I said, I mean, that, that, uh, that theme song was... On the top, whatever I'm sure it was back then. Yeah, that was a nice. That was a nice. The music, everything, but I think the show just may have, you know, just like Facts of Life. You go, Facts of Life connected right with the show. Facts of Life. You take the good. You know what I mean? Like the song. Well, just so you show. know, Facts of Life didn't make anything. That's terrible. I know. Uh, here's another one. Top, probably one of the top shows of all time. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. You, you think about it, but see, I wonder what that's, I wonder what the criteria well, is. More is it something music. that you gotta yeah. like? Is it something? Is it a is a TV song? TV theme song? Is it something that you remember the words to? Yeah, that makes it popular. That, that, because but if this that's is just the music. case, then, then that then that magazine is does kind of have both because not every one of those are are sung songs like Rockford Files. So okay, so what are their top ten? Okay. What is, what is the top ten? All right, since we top ten. We've collectively collectively agreed that there's a lot of shows missing from their list. So yeah, I'm curious and I, now and I, to and, and I and, and, and it's kind of shocking to me. So number one, Cheers. I think that's pretty. Well, Cheers much, is in my five. Yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty much. It's a great song. Yeah. Number two, I said this Mash. last week. Mash. Yeah. Mash. Now it's funny with Mash. I don't know if you ever heard the lyrics to that song. Suicide is painless. Yeah. Yeah. And, and have you ever heard the, the yeah. lyrics to that one? Yeah. Uh, My dad's favorite I, show. If I'm not mistaken, I think they play in the movie. They played the 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 singing version of that. Yeah. Number three, Sanford and Son. I said that, but I didn't. I didn't. But it that, just it just goes with the show. I, I didn't, it wasn't a. It was just music. Quincy Jones. Yeah. But here's the thing. But that's not a uh, a song uh, a theme song that you could sing. No. Right. You know. It's so, just something that goes with the show. You can't. As soon as you hear it, it's boom. Now, number four, The Simpsons. I mean, it's an iconic show. No, and it's got a ton of longevity. Oh, yeah. Danny Elfman, great yep. song. It's hard to argue that. Right. Uh, number five, a song that you didn't like last week, oh. uh, All in the Family, came in at number five. I hate that theme song. I think, again, it's just the show. Because yeah, it's not a great, I mean... It's the show. Number six we talked about last week, the Jeffersons. 
mean, that's an iconic song. We, right. You like that one. Right. Yep. And, and I would I would say I would have to put that in there like that. Yep. Uh, now, number seven, I've never heard of this. I think it's a Netflix show. Have you ever heard the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? No. And when I went to go play it, there's not much of a theme song. I, I don't, So I don't know where, why that comes in at number seven. Uh, number eight, Hawaii Five-0. I could go. I could see that. I mean, that's, that's a good. A, that's, that's a good theme. Show. Number nine, Gilligan's Island. Okay. What do you think? Did you ever watch Gilligan's Island? I did. I like Gilligan. I, I, I didn't. Uh, but it, but everybody. But everybody kind of can sing along to that song. Yeah, I agree. Now number ten, the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Hmm. It, and, hmm. and I wasn't really familiar with that song. Um, but when I looked at it here, uh, this is what it sounds like. So, see, so there's really not a whole lot of like newer. Well, I think they kind of a lot of these shows kind of started not having TV theme songs, like a lot of these TV shows. Yeah, it's over now. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is the Mary Taylor Moore show. Yeah. Theme. Um, uh, let's see. So Gilligan came in at nine. Mary Taylor Moore came in at ten. Um, I'll just flip through some songs. Like, here's another one that I thought obviously didn't get any. Uh, wasn't out on the list. Growing pains. Growing pains. Show me that smile. That's B.J. Thomas. That was a good one. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that is Robin Thicke's mom singing that song too because she was she was a, a songwriter and stuff like that I, I could be wrong and then of course you know we you can't you can't forget about family ties which I, to me in my five it's, how it's, is this it, not it, even it, on the on the it, top 50 to me it might be this, this is not in the top 50 no, this isn't even on the top 50 to, my, to me it might be one it might be my one yeah I mean just Putting the, the song as it comes on Thursday night, I could I just couldn't wait to see Alex scurrying through the. It, it was uh, just classic, classic, classic. Okay, so classic. We, here's another here's another song that I'm really shocked that didn't even make the top fifty. Happy days. Happy days did not make the top fifty. I liked it. Yeah, but Laverne and Shirley did. Laverne and Shirley made twenty one, and and I and I dug this theme song. Same people, same people. Same people. That's what I'm saying. That's a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> great show. Golden Girls came in at uh, Golden Girls came in at twenty three. Classic. Uh, here's a song that we all know. I know I watch this every Friday night. Oh, Dukes of Hazard. Just the good old boys. Yeah. Boss Hawk, Lulu and Boss Hawk. Well, <laughs> forget the theme song. People yeah. aren't even going to know what this show is in yeah. due time because they won't play it anymore because yeah. of the General Lee. General Lee. Yeah, that is that is true. They may not. They may, that might be uh, cancel culture. Yeah, I might cancel that one right out. Which is a which is a shame because it was and it was actually I don't think it had the only thing that on that show to me. Was the was the was the rebel flag, but it, to me it was never like I've never seen any racial 
kind of stuff over that show. No, I, I mean, who was the, who was the guy that who was the who was the black sheriff that uh, uh, that was on there for a while? Uh, um, it was that he always went against uh, um, uh, Roscoe. Remember, remember the black guy? He was in another county. He was I a real remember. he was a real hard ass. Oh, I wish I could remember. What <laughs> All I remember is I remember Hog, Lulu the wife, Roscoe, cousin Cooter, cousin Cooter, Daisy of course, Daisy of course, yeah, Uncle Jesse. That could be Daisy. Could be like uh, Daisy's we iconic. Could, we could we could talk. We could definitely talk about TV crushes back in the day. Yeah, Daisy's iconic. Daisy's on there mm-hmm. on my list. Would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Go? Yeah. She was, uh, yeah. What about this? Although, one? I, although I would say Jessica Simpson made a good Daisy in the uh, movie remake. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, 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 the when they re, when they redid some of these movies, well, they made these TV shows into movies. I really felt like they made it. They made these shows like. They, they just took away the the, the credibility of them. Like, because I thought Dukes of Hazard movie was really kind of. Uh, I thought it sucked. I don't think I saw the movie. I think I just saw the yeah, music. The music video with just like Johnny Knoxville in William something. He played in. Uh, he played Stifler. Yeah. yeah, just like just like Starsky and Hutch. I like that wreck. I like that. But that movie, whoa, that was terrible. Like, Starsky and Hutch was iconic. Like, that and Starsky and Hutch didn't make this. Is Magnum PI on there? Magnum PI did not make it. Wow. Um, I, that was one of the ones I was gonna play for you guys. Here's another one that didn't make it. How about this one? Chips. Sunday night. Chips. I, this was my Sunday night after church. We would sit around and watch Chips. See, I think the I think the music ones, just the music alone. I, like the singing with the show. Right. I don't think the music ones are all that great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. like Miami Vice, for example. It's just a good beat. And really, it's not. Right. I like to hear the singing with the themes, you know, the theme. Because, yeah. That just, yeah. You bring, up, you bring up a good point. What's that? You mentioned sitting with your family on Sunday night right. watching Chips. And yeah. Friday. And Friday, Dukes yeah. of Hazard, Dukes Dynasty. Dynasty. Friday. When yeah. we grew up, all yeah. of us, there was an element of everybody. You might have had one TV in the house. Yep. And everyone's getting together and watching the same show. So mm-hmm. these theme songs they transcend generations because the whole house was watching them. I agree. Whereas now, I'm sorry, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. How many families are getting around their TV and watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt right. together? Right. Uh, it could be a good show, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I agree with you, man. I, what do you think? What do you? What was a? What, speaking about old TV, I mean, what was your Friday night like? Was it wasn't Friday night basically? I thought Fri- Dukes of Hazard. I thought it was Dukes of Hazard. Was it was Miami Vice Thursday or Friday? No, I think Miami it Dice was Friday. Friday. Miami Dice was Friday. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think Dallas and Dallas and not, not slanting was Thursday. Was or, it Thursday or Friday night? It, it had to be. It had to be Thursday because. Because what was on late? You couldn't watch. We couldn't stay Friday. up that late. Right. That's why I think Dallas was on on Friday night. The reason I say that is because it might have been. Uh, we, had, you know, you had to go. You had. You actually had a bedtime back then. Well, and that's probably why we're not that crazy. <laughs> because probably, pe- right? we did family things. Yeah. And, 
No, that, no, that's kids true. were around. And that's true. We all, like you said, we all sat in the den. It was one TV and everybody sat in Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, be- bedtime, yeah. I have just vivid memories of my parents sending me to bed. I was always afraid of the dark, right. so I'd keep the door cracked. Right. They would send me to bed, and I remember always hearing the Hill Street Blues theme from my room. I think that was Thursday. Yeah, I, I think you might be right. Yeah, I think not slanting Hill Street. Dallas could be Friday. Yeah, Dallas and Dallas and Dukes could be Friday. But how was do you Golden fit? Girls Friday or so was everything, Saturday? Everything must have started at eight because you, know you had Miami Vice. You had to fit it all in. Yeah, Dukes, Miami Vice, Dallas. Because because you figured Dukes was an hour. Right, and everything was on hour. at eight. Yeah, everything eight was to nine. nine. Yeah, and then Miami, and then maybe Miami. Or, or Dallas, and then maybe Miami, something like that. Yeah, but I remember even Saturday night. Falcon Saturday Crest. night was a great TV night because I think Golden Girls came out on Saturday night. Yep. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Man. Well, Crest. they would move things around too. If shows yeah. got popular, they'd move them on to Thursdays yeah. Yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they so, did. Cosby, they did. Cosby, and Cosby and Family Ties were. Well, that was the lineup: Cosby, Family Ties, Cheers. Yep, you're right. Night court. Eight, 8.30. Thursday. Night court, yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Beautiful lineup. Yeah. Yeah, must-see TV. Yep. Yeah. And then yep. Seinfeld came in there later. Yep. Will and Grace. NBC owned that comedy block for a long time. That's a very... Yeah. Will and Grace was Wednesday, I think. No, they were Thursday. Will and Grace was awesome. Will and Grace was a great Ridiculous. show. Ridiculous. Ridiculous show. Can I just say this? Why... Now, I didn't realize Henry Mancini uh, composed this song. And it came in at 35. Hmm. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? It can't, now, how do you not put in... Again, it's just you, music. Right. But how do you not put in Family Ties and put this in at exactly. 35? Oh, yeah. Now, I, I, don't I, get me wrong. I, I, you know, no, I didn't, it's iconic. It's it, an iconic song. It goes with the show. I just... I just... I don't... It's not, you know... It's not one I would just throw in there. No. No. No, family ties. Like this one. is a good theme. Yeah, I put it in the top fifty for sure. You would, I, well, yeah, because I mean that's an, it's some. I can see art. Fred Berry right now off his porch, like smiling as the guys are coming down the street. Right. Yeah. Or when he, uh, when, uh, when he put it, when he snuck into the Doobie Brothers concert. <laughs> that's with, right. With the recorder. With the recorder. And the Doobie Brothers saw it. Yeah. Off stage, freshman. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's that's the TV that's the TV list, man. I mean. Wow. I remember living in Milwaukee. And I was having, it was winter time because I wasn't ready for moving to the central time zone and it getting dark at like four o'clock, four fifteen. We're doing morning show stuff. You're getting up at three in the morning and then you're going home and taking a nap. You're not getting a lot of sunshine in the winter. So I remember just being at one point so wiped out. It might've been Nick at night or one of those channels was showing a what's happening marathon all weekend. And I did not leave my chair from Friday when I got home from work until Monday morning. I just straight up watched Wow, what's happening. I was in such a depressed state. And that was all I could do. Hey, it was, hey, it's, hey. it's what's happening. Yeah, Great oh, show. Is Saved by the Bell in there? No. Guess what, though? Guess right what's here. not on here? It was an honorable mention uh, for me. Welcome back, Carter. It's not even in the top 50. It's in my five. Now, Twilight Zone, Adam's Family made it in to the top 50. Uh, the Muppet Show. That's in there? That's in as 18. That's a good one. Can't argue that. Uh, 
Do they have any sports? Monday Night Football? No. Uh, Gary Shandling Show actually got there at, at number 20. Laverne and Shirley was 21, and I know we said that. Curb Your Enthusiasm came in at 22. But that, you know what? I bet you that's. I bet it's a different list out there, too. They don't have it different. Yeah. That's, that's, some, that's right. some list. That's another list. That's another list. Yeah. That's going to have all the ones that we like yeah. on there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, just thought, I just thought to myself, man, oh, man, I mean, I, I just was surprised at all of the songs that just didn't even make, make right. it in there. I mean... I mean, I, I know 50, I mean, when you look at TV shows over the, when you're looking at all those shows, you're looking at at least the last 50, maybe 60 years, and yeah. you throw the 60s in there, you know. But I mean, I, I kind of agree with Cheers at one, MASH two, Sanford at three, you know, I, I kind of, I, I would say I agree with that. The MASH theme always, it creeps me out. There's something about it. Well, if you listen to the words, you wonder why. Right, but, but even before I knew what the the you lyrics were, you it was just something about those Channel Fifty promos for Mash, and it would play that theme. It was just something about it always bugged me when I was a kid. It is kind mm. of a weird theme song, right? Yeah, yeah it is. Because that yeah. was on. That I remember because like when I was a kid, and they were playing replaying those on Channel Fifty at night. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> it was that was the last show that I could watch. Before I, before I had to go to bed. So no. I, I had to go to bed. You know, when I was littler. No Benny Hill? Eight, no. Yeah, that, that, that was, Benny Hill was, Benny Hill, Benny Hill was the one that you, you kind of snuck and watched in the middle, at nighttime and hopefully your mom. Before his time, come. for sure. What about Three's Company? Coming back on our door. That wasn't on there. That's iconic. Yeah. Regardless of list, I think it's a shame that number one shows don't even have themes anymore, for the most part. Number two, if they do, everyone's watching them on streaming devices where there's a little thing that says skip intro and you can just skip right past. That's a bummer. And And even that may be why they don't do those anymore because there's such a and like unless it's like started whatever like you know people love the Fifty Cent power. Uh, show, music-wise, they love that. Uh, they love that thing. With uh, I think Joe is, I think Joe sings it. You know, Fifty Cent Show oh, yeah. Power. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. People yeah. love that. You know, they love that one. Um, so yeah, yeah. not on not on regular TV anymore. Yeah. yeah. Even before streaming, when shows are going to syndication, they trim down the intros because that's ad space that they can sell commercials for. That's true too. If you've got a minute-long theme song. Shows like The Fresh Prince would get cut down to probably about 20, 30 no, seconds. No, that was, on, that was on the list. As the it Fresh should Prince. be. As it should be. Yeah. What about, uh, I just had one cross my mind and now I forget what it was. It'll come back to me. What was your favorite TV show growing up? Family Ties. Cosby. Cosby was the best show ever. Well, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Would you say the same it was, thing? It was my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we go back to the first Cosby podcast I was on and yeah. we talked yeah, about. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Cosby too. Cosby family. I'd throw, definitely throw Cosby For me. in there. Yeah. Oh, I, I think Cliff Huxtable, if everyone says that your child when you when you have a kid, they don't come with an instruction manual. But I think if you watch Cliff and Claire Huxtable and how they raise those kids, mm-hmm. it's pretty damn close to an instruction manual mm-hmm. on how you could raise and manage your kids. Yeah. The fact that Bill Cosby 
is who he is in real life is crushing because that show should be on TV. It should be preserved and it should be something that people celebrate because the show itself. No, it's, it's on every night. TV one on TV one. But how many people have TV one? I don't know. I mean, it comes with every cable thing. Confession. I've never seen Goodfellas. Okay. Time to go. Wait a minute. Wait. It's time to go. Man, so, it'll be it for yeah, the yeah, going wrong. God, he well, didn't. I, he just never saw Scarface. Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not see Scarface? How do you not? It, see? They always play it on uh, A and E anywhere. <laughs> it'll be on Channel Two tonight. <laughs> okay. How old were you when you first saw Scarface? Well, okay, we have to. He he he's he's a lot younger than us. Well, not a lot younger, but no, but no. Seriously, how old were you? It's when I first seen Scarface. Yeah. Well, it, well, considering I wasn't allowed to go to movies, okay, this, yeah, so I didn't, so I didn't really get to see a lot of that. I may have seen Scarface in the nineties. When did it come out? Early eighties. It was. In, it came out in the eighties, I think. Yeah, nineteen eighty-six. Eighty-six. No, no, no. It's eighty or eighty. I think it's eighty or eighty-two or eighty-two. Maybe eighty-two. Yeah. Scarface. When did it's it definitely out? forty. It's it's forty years old. Easy, easy. easy. What's the matter with you? I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. That's funny, Doc. 83. 83. 83. Yep. So mid-80s. Yeah. Okay. My point being, though, is that much like you, I wasn't allowed, I was allowed to go to the movies, but no rated R movies. I just, there was just no scenario after we had a group of friends who were like, hey, let's go watch Scarface. You know? It just wasn't on my radar. I was familiar with it. I'm familiar with some of the iconic lines. I Did just you never see it when it first came out? Sit down and theater? watch it. I saw it in the theaters because we used to go and there's a, there's a theater called the Adams in Detroit where all the kids just sneak and go. That's where I saw Purple Rain. That's cute. But I, I remember saw when I had my first beer. At the theater. I saw Scarface at the theater, yes. Yes, I can't imagine seeing it for the first time in that no. environment. Yeah, hmm. because in the eighties, where else were we going to watch it? You had to see it in the theater. That well, that well, that's what I'm saying. Like, to, it wasn't on TV. It wasn't going to be on TV. That's what I'm saying. For me to watch it at home, that's one thing. But to be in a scenario where you're watching it with everybody, yeah. Well, I'll tell that you something crazy. cool. It's good. It is it's crazy. a good movie. Yeah. So good this movie. is something cool. This is something cool. Dave's mom used to work for a, was it a video company? Radio marketing? Uh, a video uh, rental chain. A rental chain. Yeah. So Dave, and we always thought this was the coolest thing. She would always get the movies before they would come out to the video store. Mm-hmm. So we were watching, Dave, we'd be like, Dave, you got this movie? Oh, yeah, I got it, I got it. We were, we were watching all all these movies before they even came out because mm-hmm. they, they and then on the thing it was funny because and they were all VHSs yep. and VHS, at the yeah. bottom they said this movie is not for sale right. but <laughs> right. I mean but but yeah. you still could watch it but it was just it yeah. was just yeah it would just appear every so yeah often. every so often I yeah. I always thought that was that yeah. was cool yeah. but but again think about that all those movies that my mom was bringing home right on a day to day basis. For me to then try to track down some movie from 1983 at that point just wasn't on my radar. Right. And then you get to the point. I mean, there are movies like Christmas Story I didn't see until two years ago. Well, I've never seen E.T. Nor do I have any interest in seeing it. So E.T.'s a good movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. Now, I did see, I did show Lane that movie. And she she actually really liked it. She liked E.T.? Yeah, it's a good. Did. It's good. 
Yeah, but uh, Scarface, <laughs> great movie. I, I, what a classic! I gotta figure. We gotta have to figure out the Go movies watch. Dave hasn't seen. Go watch Goodfellas. There's Please. a lot. So, so Goodfellas. Um, you haven't seen that. You just talk seen about Scarface. Talk about acting. We're talking De Niro, Pesci. Pesci won an Oscar for that. I. We're talking Leota. Uh, who's who's uh, uh who's the Paul Cer- Servino? Am I get I'm, Paul Servino? Yeah, he he Jesus, it's, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. What I, other I've big never movies? Seen the Godfathers. <sighs> Wait a minute. Oh Lord, how how have you? How have you not seen The Godfather? No, I haven't chose to watch them. Every every what Christmas or Thanksgiving they they, they every play, weekend is they, 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 they play up. a marathon, don't they? Yeah, they play it for like they, twenty-four two, hours. Yeah, they play, and I watch it all the time. Wow! Oh my! I know God. it's pathetic. Well, I mean, it's not pathetic. It I is. mean, we're not ordinary people. No, no, we'd have to watch it. We're but I, I'm I'm kind of going through a '70s phase right now where okay. I want to. Reconnect with some of those good movies. Like I love one of my favorite movies of all time is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You ever seen that? I have. With Jack? Yeah. Great. Chinatown. Great. With Jack? Yeah. Are you watching any Clint Eastwood movies since you're talking 70s? Uh, Dirty Harry. I mean, uh, I mean, Sudden Impact. I love Grand Torino. Dope. But that's old Clint Eastwood. I think, you know what? We always get into movies here. Is this turning into a movie show? It is. I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, do we have a lot of movies? Like, seriously, we, we talk movies a lot. I'm fine with that. But, I mean, there's it's great discussion. It is. It is. It is. It is. And you've never seen great. I know. I mean, maybe we maybe we shouldn't talk about MLB because uh, we talked for 40 minutes and I had, erased, didn't have it yeah. play. So, so maybe movies <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the movies is the way we go. I don't know, man. Before COVID, my wife and I had started trying to go down the AFI 100 list mm. of, of all the top 100 movies. But there's a lot of boring ones in there. Well, during COVID, what was your... I know I did a lot of binge watching of, of stuff. Well, this is how I look at we best... watch shows now. Movies. Yeah. I just take the best actors... And then there's your movies. Just take Meryl Streep. Everything great. Just look at it. Robert De Niro. You'll see some iconic. Clint Eastwood. Jack Nicholas. Pesci. Pacino. Washington. All you got to do is look at the actor. Barry. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you get these iconic films. Ser- no, seriously. Seriously. You ever seen Devil, Devil's Wear Prada? No. Have you ever seen a few good men? No. Just this is. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm actually very shocked. At wow. It. Yeah. This is crazy. Wow. How many of these movies have you sat down with Tammy and watched? Would she All sit down them. and watch Scarface with you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, she watches. Oh, because I, I don't think she's don't think a my movie. wife would like Scarface. Okay. All right. So you're you a little bit too much gore, probably. So so so, so and so I get it. That's, so your yeah. wife is more a Disney movie lover. Like, no, no, kids? no, no, no. I wouldn't say that. It's just she's just not into again, the gore. It's, it's the same thing we talked about a few shows ago with when you have kids. So right now we struggle to get our kids to sleep by let's say nine o'clock so we can watch Ozark. 
Okay. So we can watch, so, you know, just right. that's like an right. hour show. For and us to commit yeah. to yeah. a two, three-hour movie. Okay. I kind of get that. I see where Doc is coming. And, like, some of the movies may not be watchable for the family, maybe. Is that kind of what it, you know what I mean? Like, you sitting by yourself could do it, but... I know you don't want the girls just sitting up watching Goodfellas. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's exactly it. I yeah. was able to sit down and finally watch Scarface because yeah. my oldest daughter was at a lock-in thing at school till midnight. Gotcha. My wife was chaperoning. Gotcha. My youngest was asleep. Got, okay. So I can sit down and gotcha. watch a movie like that. Right. But right. even... So I kind of get I get it. Even if yeah. they're in the other room, it's not like I can have... Scarface on. Right. They're going to come in and want to get a right. drink. They're going to want this. They're going right. to want that. And they're not going to watch Goodfellas with you. I mean, uh, Godfather with you either. Right. Your wife probably won't even do that. Right. And so you've got to have the time exactly. to sit yeah. down and connect with those movies. So let me ask you this, since, since you haven't seen a whole, so we can kind of get a picture of where we're going with Dave and <laughs> his movie. We can make this an ongoing thing. Okay. I mean, this is yeah. cool. Like, So, but so this what is would be your good. wife's favorite? What is your wife's favorite movie? God, I have no idea. Really? And is your wife a movie person? Is your wife like... It, it, like I love it. Like we love. It. Is your wife a movie person? See, yeah. You know, you know, See, my wife is, because her and Corey go at it all the time about yeah. actors and this and that. So, yeah. my wife and we and like I said, and those you, of you and, who are listening, and you we have watch. talked about other stuff. I think it was back in October. So if yeah. you go back to a podcast, here we go again with the did, movies. Yeah, and you will watch. I mean, you watch movies. You watch movies. Yeah. Did, you, did you see that? I was like, no, I didn't. So, yeah. Yeah. But we we watch. But I, is your I, wife. I would say she is not a movie person. Okay. Okay. So she's In more general. of a show. So that she's makes, more of a show person. So that makes but, sense. but, but, the, but, is, but the, the, the thing is, too, his wife, his wife is, well, like I said, Dave's what? A, you're about eight years younger than me. No, uh, five. Five? It's more than that. You're, you're, what are you born? 78. Also, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Five. yeah. Five. No. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Five, 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 first, mm-hmm. five, six. Yeah, but so I don't know. I mean, even growing up, I mean, movies in like the like you, your mom would bring home movie. You, you didn't, you but didn't. she'd bring home new stuff. So she's bringing home. She started working in that industry in 1990. Yeah. So look at where he's okay. So look at where he's okay. getting the movie. You so, know what I mean? So that makes sense, right? For me, it's I'm not going to go out and. Not that I never went to the store and rented a movie, but generally speaking, you didn't I'm not going to, I didn't right. have to. So yeah. I'm going to go to my shelf yeah. and I'm going to watch Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, right. stuff that's coming out in the 90s. Okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. So he didn't, he's not going to go watch, you know, Godfather was made in 72. Yes. You know, right. She's so not, I, she's I, not I, bringing I get, home the classic. Yeah. She's bringing home the new stuff. I, I, I kind of get it. And now it makes a little bit more sense. Okay. Well. I mean, everybody likes to like. I mean, my wife's a TV and movie junkie, so yeah, live you know, that, live I mean, with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, both TV. How do you be TV? usually with my wife? It's I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching whatever she's got on the TV, or I'm watching something on the phone or something yeah. like that. If I don't want to watch it, but, any show that know. comes on, she'll watch it. Right. <laughs> yeah, Ar- Arthur has been try. trying to finish Ozark, which we have one more episode to go. Okay, my wife, we we watched Ozark. She refused to watch the last episode. Why? I heard that was because good. she. Uh, I, and I, I heard got it was into good. That last that last, she says I just couldn't do it. 
and I don't want to. I don't know why. I think she read something online about it, oh, so Lord. she refused to watch the last episode. Oh God! I already know what happens. We don't have to talk about it because it's still fresh out there, and people. Right. Uh, it's been a phenomenal show. I heard it was good. It's great. It was. Oh, that was a great show. I heard it was really good. Absolutely. I just want to see how it plays out. I don't know. Ne- knowing what happens, I don't necessarily like the ending, but at least I don't feel like I did with Game of Thrones, which felt okay like can a I huge be- investment, and the last season was terrible. Can, can, now, maybe I am you, but TV shows-wise, never seen Game of Thrones. Never watched one episode. And can I say this? Never watched Sopranos. Same here. I, I, Game of Thrones, I did, but I never, I never great. watched Sopranos. And then, I, then when you hear about the ending, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't invest my time in that. Uh, I've never seen. I saw one episode of Dexter. It was too gory for me. Really? Oh, yeah. Dexter was great, and the new, the new season that came out, Dexter: New Blood. Breaking Bad. I saw the first episode. I've and never I thought, seen. Breaking and I thought Bad. it was good, but I just it. couldn't. I couldn't wrap my head around the idea of that kind of intense rush week in and week out, no. episode after episode. It, no. it almost felt like a movie in of itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thought of that much investment into it just I, I don't I couldn't do it. My wife watched it. Well, I I my my show of choice I've been watching probably the last 10 years is The Walking Dead. And I got into Never all, seen. The, all the Never other seen sequels. It. No interest in it. Yeah. I got into it with my boys, you know, I, whether we were still in school at the time. So that was our Sunday night. We had to be, we were on the couch and that's a, yeah. 9 o'clock. Yeah. That was, you know, that was kind of our show. And that's how people treat power. Like, Now, no, power's no. a good, have you ever seen power? No. Any of the powers? I, no. Okay. I, 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 I've seen a show here and a show there, but I've never just, oh, I got to sit on it. And Those binge, are good. And binge watch it. And people... You ever watched Yellowstone? No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't been watched. I haven't Have been you seen Yellowstone? No, I gotta watch. Wow. It. Yeah, I never watched it. I'm telling you, you guys. Now that's something your wife probably would watch. Well, here's here's what I'll throw out to you. This is this was kind of shocking to me, because my wife is into uh, Outlander, Outlander, and I, Bridgerton. I've never seen any of those two. And I read about it. This stuff's like softcore porn. It's shocking. Really? Yes. It's it's shocking to me. So you think you have more of a porn collection on your TV? Then? No, I I think it's not marketed as as such. But when you read Soft about it, it, soft porn. Anybody wants to email the show, you you tell me if I'm wrong <laughs> on this, but. I kind of read the synopsises so I can kind of get an idea yeah. of yeah. you know what my wife's interested in and she said you know you we should watch you know Outlander <laughs> we should watch Bridgerton and I'm like oh this is this is raunchy <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone, and we hope you enjoyed our favorite moments on this special Rewind edition of the Co and Bro Opinion Show. We'll be back live next week on the Wisdom app, and of course, you can catch the show on your favorite podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, and Amazon Music. If you'd like to hear a specific topic or just want to say hello, feel free to email the show 
at cobropodcast at gmail.com. You can also get an update on the show by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cobro Opinion Show. For Corey and the Doc, I'm the outsider Scotty Williams saying see you next time on the Co and Bro Opinion Show. Are you looking for exclusive designs that grow as your kids grow? How about hand-picked and timeless with every piece that celebrates the simplicity and sophistication which should always exist in children's fashion? Well, Parker Lane is dedicated to every parent who yearns to fill their little one's wardrobe with thoughtful and appropriate fluid fashion. They're there to dismantle the belief that your children should be defined by characters, colors, and limiting styles so they thrive in the details, give more with less, and create consistent looks that will stand the test of time. For Parker Lane clothing and every child getting dressed and getting prepared to share their brilliance with the world. I am me, we are us, Parker Lane clothing. Check them out today at parkerlaneclothing.com. This concludes our broadcast.